Hey, this is Katie Waters. You're listening to New NUMA Podcast. Tune in every week for a new podcast and make sure you subscribe. This is Cruz Cordero, and I want you guys to do what I do. Listen to the new NUMA Godcast. And things like that. I want to encourage you to know that studying does not just include it's, it's not just the reading of scripture, but it's also the observation of the principles in real life. That's a part of studying, too. So so in other words, when we read the word or we see a precept or a principle that's laid down, then we also are studying when we observe it in natural life or when we put it to the test. And that's a part of studying. Like, OK, the scripture says this. Now, let me apply this because I'm going to go ahead and step out on faith and see if I confess this or declare this or if I stand on this, how long is it going to take for this to manifest? Or, you know, some people talk about and there's some value to it, especially in in our growing up stages in him uh, fleecing him and saying, OK, God, I don't know, but I'm going to put this out here. And I know you had mentioned before, Norm, that, hey, you've done that. Hey, I'm going to put you to the test. I'm putting this out here. Let me see what you do. And that's a part of studying, too, is observation of his word and principle in um, in application. So I just want to encourage some people, too, because you may not be real strong in words and dictionaries and that kind of stuff, but you can still take a principle of faith or even healing. Say, for example, real quick, just want to say, like, you got a, a sick child and they might be just sick with a, a cold or ear infection, whatever. There's nothing going to hurt you to um, apply that and be like, you know, speak the word over them, lay hands on them and um, and see if it works and, and put him to the test. You know, uh, it's not anything that's insulting to him. He actually desires that we would participate in it. So that's all a part of studying, too. And so I just felt like that's um, uh, something needful for you to know just in case you learn differently or you might have to learn with demonstration more so than just chapter verse uh linguistic stuff like that so that, and that will help you as well so it, it broadens your understanding even of what studying is yes i like that so let's go to the next one man um the next one that i would like for us to look at is malachi chapter 3 <clears throat> verse 10 And actually, we could start a few verses before that, because, again, when you study scripture, you want to get the pretext, the context and the post text. And that gives you the whole more of a complete understanding. It's also good sometimes. It is actually really good many times to go and look up uh, cultural things through commentaries and stuff like that that are written about what was going on culturally at the time um, to give you more insight into what's being said. So, <clears throat> so I'm basically saying don't limit yourself to just reading the Bible because there are things out there that are expounding on the Bible and showing you more of a background historically about what's happening. And it gives you more understanding of what you're reading and uh and why it says certain things so malachi chapter 3 verse 6 for i am the lord i change not therefore you sons of jacob are not consumed that's really interesting <laughs> he said the only reason why i didn't consume you is because i don't change i said a certain thing about you 
and I'm going to stick to it. So, even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, said, wherein shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, says the Lord of hosts. Your words have been stout against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken so much against thee? You have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yes, they that tempt God are even delivered. I'm going to stop there because I didn't, I wasn't really trying to go that far down anyway. But uh, I just want to say that uh, the scripture that we're focusing on in this particular case is verse 10, where it says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. So, what comes to your mind when you first read that, Terrence? Well, this is a scripture that was used often in church. Um, I came up on it, you know, coming, coming up in... A certain aspect of my life in Kojic Pentecostalism and also um, even Word of Faith. Uh, they would come and bring out Malachi 310. And this was something I came up on. And they would, you know, use this as the foundation for why the believers should pay tithe and, and how we're robbing God. We're God robbers if we don't. Um, and this was the scripture that's used. So, the first thing that comes to my mind is, yeah, this is very familiar. <laughs> uh, there's a lot now that I understand about this that causes me to see this in a whole different way. Um, but initially, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's, it's a scripture that's used um, out of context to, I want to say extort people, I would say, but to make people feel guilty about tithing instead of um understanding what their responsibility is in the new covenant as in terms of giving and offerings and that kind of thing yeah so um i want to i want to uh look up something i mean i looked up a couple of verses but there's there's a specific verse in hebrews that i want to bring out real quick while we on this about tithes 
So Hebrews chapter seven, verse five, it says, well, let me start a little bit before that. Hebrews seven, one, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the most high God who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed them, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace, without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abides a priest continually. Now consider how great this man was, unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils. And verily, they that are of the sons of Levi, who receive the office of the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is, of their brothers, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. But he whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. And here men that die receive tithes, but there he of whom it is witnessed that he lives. And as I may so say, Levi also who received tithes paid tithes in Abraham. For he was yet in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> um, I know we're not going to get into the depths of that because it's a lot. But I brought it in here to, to kind of bring out a point. The point is, is that Levi was tithing when he was in the loins of Abraham as a descendant of Abraham who was commissioned to also receive well it said take but he he took he received tithes and he took tithes um as he was commanded um that that whole group all the levites that's what they did so there's something to be seen when inside of his father's loins he was already doing this so it wasn't something that happened you know when he came out and when he came out according to the scriptures he was just receiving the tithes now, this is why that's important. Because part of what we see here is that there is a certain group of people who is receiving tithes from other people. And then it's showing us that Abraham, the one and only time that we see Abraham giving a tithe was at this time. We don't see him doing it any other time. So there was something that he acted upon 
And it was also based on the greatness of who Melchizedek was. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there for a moment. And I'm gonna let <laughs> something. <Terrence. laughs> All right. So uh, what I wanted to do, and I'm glad you went to that, showing how Levi um, brought tithes or, or paid tithes unto Melchizedek while in the loins of Abraham. Because if we go back to Malachi two. Malachi chapter 2 verse 1 you see and now O ye priests this commandment is for you and so one of the things that we don't realize when people are bringing this Malachi 3 10 to us uh, we have to ask ourselves who is the author who is the speaker speaking to the the author was speaking to the spiritual leaders the priests those who are responsible for the upkeep of the temple and it goes on and you can read through all of that but if even when you go to three, um, verse three, and it says, and he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, and they may off, um, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. And so one of the things we have to understand that this whole passage, this is a rebuke to the spiritual leadership and that he's basically trying to purify the wickedness of the Levitical priesthood. So when he says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, he's talking to the Levites and he's telling them because that what they were doing was they were keeping some of the tithes that was brought in by the nation of Israel and they were not bringing it to its proper place. And so the nation was not being taken care of because they were corrupt. So he was telling the Levites that they were robbers because they didn't they didn't take the tithes that they received and put it in its proper place, which makes me speak to one other thing I want to bring out. You know, one thing in the old covenant we have to realize is that it was at least four different types of tithes in the old covenant. You had yes. the, um, the sacred tithe, which was reserved for the tribe of Levi. It was given by the nation of Israel to be their portion since they did not have a land inheritance. But then you yes. also had the second tithe, which was the Aaronic tithe, of the it was called the tithe of the tithe and they were only to that's, be given by the levites go ahead and isn't that that's the heave offering right yeah um i, I don't remember if, if the name of it was the heave offering it might be but i know that it was a tithe given by the levites to the sons of aaron um uh -huh. and it was a tithe from the from the tithes that they received from the nation of israel so in other words they received the tithe and they had to give a tithe from the tithe to the um, Aaronic um, priesthood. And then you had the third tithe, which was the festival tithe or the feast tithes. And then you had what was called the poor tithe, which was to gather up resources for the poor, the widows and that kind of stuff. So even when people make claims about the tithe and say, hey, the tithe's for the day, which we're not going to get deep into that, but I'll just say, which tithe are you talking about? Because Thanks for listening to the New Numa Godcast once again. This is your host, Norm. Follow me at Norm the Professor on IG. I'm in agreement for power and breakthrough in your life. Keep tuning in every week for that real talk, new life.